Right now, I, I sense in the spiritual realm that some can't relate to that song because you haven't leaned in deep enough to know him like that. <laughs> Satan has deceived most people that we don't see God as a loving father, so we don't feel safe. We don't know we can run to him. We think that we got to be perfect or have this done. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. He know you can't do it. That's why Jesus did it for us. Somebody need to touch him there and say, run to him. Run to him. Run to him. He won't turn you away. He loves you. And you are safe. Say that with that. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe in his arms. I'm safe in his love. I'm safe in his presence because I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. Now give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, remove the false images that Satan has set up in our minds. Remove the strongholds that keep us from running to you. Father, clear our vision of you, our thoughts of you, that we will really see you as more than enough. Oh, many times we, we're saved, but we still in bondage. Clear our vision. Help us to see you like we have never seen you before. Lord, Lord, help us to see how much you love us. That you love so much that you died for us. And that your power is towards us. Because you got up with all power in your hand. So Lord, touch. Move Tracy out the way. And allow your word to go forth. Let it go forth with power and love. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, amen. Give God some praise in the house. Hallelujah. Thank you for that song. Thank you for that song. Yes, Lord. Still working out of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 13. I'm not going to read it. You should be familiar with it. I will pull elements out of it as we move forward. Today, I, I want to deal with the, the theme, win the battle within your mind. 
The, the battle that you and I are constantly battling every day is really in our mind. <laughs> now, 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 don't get me wrong. Things happen on the outside, but the things that happen on the outside happen to affect how we think, how we feel, how we perceive, how we respond. If you was to walk into a perfect situation with perfect people, there would still be a problem because you would be the problem. Because the battle is in our minds. We got... The Lord Jesus is our example of how it was, there was chaos and mess all around him. And it did not move him. He only got angry when, when, when he walked into the temple and they were doing things they should not have done. And his righteous indignation took over because of the unrighteousness that they were doing in his father's temple. But my brothers and sisters, if, if we can learn how to fight and win the battle in our minds, the blessing that, that we read in Deuteronomy 28, the, the, the presence of God, the peace of God, the harmony with God, the not being moved too much by, by the world that's going crazy will become evidence because it's not in the natural, it's in the supernatural. But if you are a child of God, you ought to be walking in the supernatural. You got the spirit of God. You got the third person of the Trinity in you, around you, holding you. You have access to the throne room of your father. Oh. I remember a game show, I think it was the price of right. They they will they will say door one, door two, door three, and, and you had to pick what door is your choice. The problem is that they never told you what was behind the door. God has basically said to us, you choose. He told the children of Israel, I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse, I'm telling you what's behind each door. But if you choose to walk through the door of cursing, I can't stop you. If that principle was real then, that principle is real today. I just think it's more doors to walk through. <laughs> And only one door has the blessing. And, and you know, you know God, God, he even said to them, 
ethnic. I did not make it too hard for you. I, I laid it before you to make it easy because I want you to be blessed. But if you choose, I don't think we take God seriously. I don't think we take the word of God seriously. I think that we think that we can do what we want to do, when we want to do, how we want to do, and get away with it. And listen, and it's not the punishment of God, it's the seeds that we plant. Oh, wait, hold, hold on, watch this. How many in here besides me has planted bad seeds in their lives? Let me go another level. How many had to eat from the bad seeds they planted? Now hold on. Then after a while, we should learn not to plant bad seeds. And that decision-making, that that choice making deals with how we think, how we perceive, how we respond to what is going on around us. It requires to trust God when we can't see him. It requires to stay, to stand. We talked about stand last week, but today I want to talk about that, 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 that when it's not the evil day, you also need to be moving forward. You should not be in the same place in your faith, in your relationship with Jesus as you was last year. There should be some things falling off of you that, that, that we don't do no more that we got the victory over because we are leaning into Jesus and realize he is life. Let me help somebody. You will not find your, your life outside of the Lord. You find who you are in Christ because we, our spirit was made in him by him, for him, so you find yourself in him because it's all about him. And when we walk out of that, I hate to tell you, it's not God cursing you, it's cursed. And God, and God is gracious enough Loving enough to say, I told you ahead of time, but if you choose to, I still give you the ability to choose. Then we have the nerve to blame him when things don't work out. Then we're going to say it's his fault. I learned a long time ago, because I, I Girl, I would pray that he blessed me in my mess. 
Some of us are still doing that. We, we pray. But God blesses his way. He blesses the way he lays out. And he's he trying to, and watch, he said, even if you don't understand, don't look at that blessing you. Look at me blessing you. And that during me, Deuteronomy 28, he said, you blessed coming in, you blessed going out, you blessed in the field. Now, 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 then it gets down to the end, and he said, look this, he said, he said, because you are the one that is blessed, so everything you put your hands on is blessed because you put your hands on it. It's blessed because you're following the way I told you to follow. And because you're doing that, he says, I will bless you. See, see, what we want is bless that. No, that can't be blessed unless I'm blessed. And the reason why if, if we walk in and bless it, we're blessed because we're walking with him and because God is blessed. And if you're connected to him, you can't help but be blessed. It's when we cut the connection because anything that is not connected to him, it, he can't bless it and it can't be blessed because he is the blesser and blessings only come from him. So therefore, anything that I bring into, you bring into your life that don't have the Lord connected to it, you can't tell me. It's a blessing. If God is the source of blessing, then anything that's not of him, by him, for him, to his glory, eventually is going to come to nothing. That's what God's trying to get us. He said, he said I'm navigating you. Adam gave this world to Satan. In Luke chapter 4, Satan said, he, he takes Jesus up on the mountain. And he, after he said, he said, he said, he said, I'm going to, I'm going to. Jesus has been fast. I know you're hungry. Walk outside of your father's will and turn these stones in the brick if, you, if you're the son of God. And Jesus says, uh-uh, every word out of my father's mouth, because the father hasn't told me to do that yet. I'm under obedience, and I'm leaning on him to provide for me because he's my source. Listen, he's the second Adam. Though he's fully God, he's walking as a man empowered by the Holy Spirit. And he's showing us how to walk in obedience to the Father. Satan taking him up on top of the temple, of the Jewish temple. And it was, it was, it was built within a cliff. And he said, jump. Because scripture said, do you know the devil read the Bible? Just because a person know how to quote scripture don't mean they're of God. Just because they read the Bible don't mean they're of God. See, see the question is, not, not only are you reading, but is the Bible reading you? 
Is it changing you? Is it showing you yourself and you are making the appropriate changes when your life doesn't fit what the Bible is saying? The devil quotes the Bible. Well, how does he quote the Bible? He's reading the Bible. And he says to Jesus, he said, because the scripture said that unless you, your foot stumble over a rock and unless you fall, angels will be dispatched and catch you unless you fall. And, and he said, jump. Because when you float down, the Jewish people will finally receive you as the Messiah. You want that, don't you? You don't have to go to the cross. I got a better way. And finally, he shows him the glory of the world. Take him up, and he says, he says, he says, all this glory has been given to me. Huh? Huh? Wait a minute. God gave dominion to Adam. And Adam and Eve and the disobedient gave it to the devil. And the devil said, whoever worshiped me, I can give it to them if I want to. So the world that we're living in is not the world God originally created. The world that we're living in is now set up in a system of deception. First John chapter 5 says that the whole world is under his sway. His it's like this. He said, he said, I'm rocking you to sleep. And I'm blowing smoke in your mind so you can't see. All of us in here see different degrees of light. And what's it? In dark, you can't see nothing. And, and, and the more God begins to turn on the light, the more you begin to see truth. What's strange is, is that when we make choices to walk in darkness, it gets darker. And the more light you choose to walk in, the more God begins that you see, I see things there now I never seen. My perspective has changed. I, I, I see things from Jesus' eyes, and I still scratching the surface. But what God is showing me is blowing me away, and I watch this, and I have to say, Lord, forgive me. Then Lord, forgive us. Because we do not know. That's what happened with Isaiah once he saw the light of Jesus. He said, I'm a man of unclean lips from a people of unclean lips. Lord, I never saw life like this. Is this what you see? I was in darkness before. My brothers and sisters, if God was to show us how he sees, we couldn't take it. 
We couldn't take the truth. Who couldn't take it? So, 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 so when he says, lean into me, be obedient to me, he, what he's saying is, is, is I, I want to continually show you my truth. And the more you see me, the more you see you compared to me, and you see how much farther you need to lean in. Lean in. This, this is a mind thing. This is a heart thing more than a do thing. Let me explain. You can do what appears to be right from a wrong heart. It's not your doing. It's why you do. It's when God cleaned up your heart and now it's full of love that then you're going to do and people are going to be blessed by you doing Listen, it does you no good to be doing something and complaining about it all the time. How much time I got? We, we stand, I, I said this before, we stand between, in our choices, in our thinking, we stand between either walking in curse, death, spiritual death, dying. When you walk in spiritual death, it affects your emotion, your thinking, your attitude, and even your body. The closer we walk to God, because we are so interrelated in our spirit, soul, body, and mind, and emotion, it affects you. You cannot manufacture the joy of the Lord. You either got it or you don't. And watch this. Things may take it away from but you know how to get back. You know how to worship. You know how to want some praise and worship song. You know how to get on your knees and pray. And, and even, even when the situation don't change, your joy comes up higher. Walking with the Lord is not about having all the things you think you need to be happy. There are more rich people committing suicide who has the ability to have anything and they're dying because they have no hope and they're empty. And what it is, is a spiritual emptiness. There's people that we would think don't have much and they got more joy They're walking hand in hand with Jesus and they know he's real and he provides each and every day. In our Christian growing, we should be replacing our old thinking with new thinking. 2 Corinthians 10. Watch this. 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. 
it says. See, is that it? Yeah. But though we walk life in the flesh, we are not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh, using mere human weapons. And what he's saying is, I know we're in battle. He said, he said, what's it? And though we're walking in life, there is a constant warfare, Paul saying, we should be fighting. And this warfare is in our minds. He said, for the weapons of our warfare are not physical. The weapons of flesh and blood. Listen, we, we, Satan has us fighting with one another. And he's laughing at us. The stuff we get offended by. You know, you're going to have to get a Teflon spirit. And let that silly stuff slide off. You got to make up your mind. You can't change nobody. The only one you can control is you. And we don't do a good job at that. You got your plate full, you being right with the Lord, me being right with the Lord. We doing what is right. We keeping our minds straight. We keeping our attitude in check. We get mad and then blame somebody else because we done blew our wig off or to pay off. If they would have done it, I would have lost my mind. You didn't have to lose your mind. You lost your mind because you wanted to. It comes down to accountability for what God has given each of us. I'm accountable. You accountable. I can't stand before God. Those people at New Mission made me do it. That's not going to work. I'm accountable because God has given me the grace and mercy. More problems, more grace. The devil increased, God increased the grace on you. You have an account in heaven that you need to draw from that will meet your every need that you have for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. The battle is for today. Tomorrow, God has already counted to your account every ounce of peace, every ounce of joy. He said, he said, I will keep you in perfect peace who my is staying on him. You know what he said? I have done my part. Are you doing your part? Are you intentionally on purpose? 
office keeping your mind. Are you you walking in the scripture? Are you putting on prayer? Turn off the mess and turn on Jesus. Listen, this is work. This is intentional. This is believing God at his word that if I do my part, this is, this is, this is saying I refuse for anybody to be more important than my daily fellowship and walk with Jesus. And if you don't want to walk it, I am. The, the blessings, the blessings of God is, is more worth than what's this? Than any earthly treasure. And when you do that, God, God begins to download in your spirit. <laughs> more light, more understanding. You start moving forward. He starts showing you things that blow your mind. He, most of all, he, he starts showing you 15 minutes only left already. I just got started. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against weapons of our warfare is not physical, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. This this is what Paul's saying. He said, you don't know how strong you are. You don't know who you are in Christ Jesus. He says in Ephesians chapter 1, I think it's verse 3, he says that, that we have been blessed past tense with with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly. He said, he said, now I'm gonna bless you. He said, I have already accounted it to your account. But you gotta go to your account and get it by faith. How was the children of Israel supposed to take the promised land? By faith. How are we gonna walk in the promises of God that he has given us? By faith. How are we going to win this battle of our minds? By faith. He said that, that for every measure that the world or saints throw at you, there is a counter scripture that has a blessing. Most of the time, instead of, went, went, went to a seminar about mental illness. And what people typically do, instead of getting help, they self-medicate. They turn to street drugs. Now, now, it doesn't help them. In fact, it's destroying them, but it gives them a temporary relief. But what it's doing is making the situation worse. There's a chemical imbalance in their brain, and, 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 and what's happening is their brain is not firing right. So therefore, when you go get street drugs, it, it, it puts you in more imbalance. 
So you end up worse than what you started. There's been people who had, who did not have mental illness. And because it's chemical, the way our body made is, is neurons firing. It's amazing how God has made it. But when that is tipped out of balance, your thinking, your emotions don't act right. And if you binge on drugs long enough, it will do that to you. Now, what happens to us on a natural and spiritual concept, when things are not going right, we, we many times find an antidote in the world. Instead of going to Dr. Jesus, instead of going to the Word of God and getting the antidote for what Satan is throwing at us. And when we don't go to God, when we don't go to the Word of God. Doing things in the world makes it worse than what we started at. What, 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 what are you saying? You and I have to become so full of the Holy Spirit through prayer and then so full of the Word of God that we have a choice to choose God and trust him to the very end, believing that God's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. Listen, God is faithful. God is a mighty God. In Hebrews chapter 4, it says that the word of God is a two-edged sword. It cuts coming, it cuts going. But then it says this, it says, it cuts between the spirit and the soul. You know what? The only thing that can show you whether it is in the spirit or your soul. Now, spirit means born-again spirit. Your soul will act like it's the Holy Spirit. Huh? Did y'all hear that? Your soul and the devil will act like it's God. But if you open up and check out the Word of God, the Word of God will show you the truth that you can, if you want to know the truth. If you, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. I know I got to finish this up. If you want to know the truth, God will show you the truth. What I discovered, even in my own journey, there's times I didn't want to know the truth. Why? Because I wanted to stay where I was at. But when things got hard enough, when things got tough enough, when whatever we are holding on to, when it loses its taste, you have no other choice but to go to God. I, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say this. Don't wait until God has put you in dire straits where you have no other choice but to turn to him. What I say to you today is turn to him now. Your life is in his hands. 
God will bless you. God will show you. God will lift you. God will give you peace beyond your imagination. You will begin to see that God is good. Christ is good. Not just sometimes, but all the time. Don't let him have to break you for you to find out how good he is. <laughs> oh, taste and see that Jesus is good. Not just sometimes, but all the time. Listen, 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 listen. It's coming to the place and say, Lord, I've been looking every place else. I'm in conversation with people all the time. And I find people that they've been looking every place else. They've been trying everything else. They, they have exhausted all that they need to do. Sometimes they get to the place that they're ready for suicide. Because suicide comes from a place of losing all hope. When, when Satan steals your hope, it means that you have no vision for the future. It means that you have no expectation that God has better for you. It, it's, it's that, uh, that is outside of the nature of God because God is a God who has an expectation. He's a God that stood on nothing and created everything. <laughs> You know, God, God is a God of vision, which means he expects us as his people to have an expectation and vision of the future that comes from him, out of him, that is to him and for his glory and will satisfy you till your soul is fulfilled. Hallelujah. There ought to be some people dancing right now. Listen, God has that for you. Say, he's talking about me. He's talking about me. God has that for me. He has that for you. Hallelujah. But, uh, but, but we got to apply faith to the place. That's it. Lord, I trust you. Lord, take out of my hands. This is the secret. You have to empty your hands in order for him to fill it. That, bring, that brings a change of thinking. That means that, Lord, I'm going to fill it with your word. And when my thinking is out of bounds with your word, help me to let this go. Did you hear what I said? Help me. Because I've been holding on to this. Help me, because I use this as my cover. Help me, because I've been hiding behind this so people can't see the real me. Lord, I've been using it to even hide from you. 
is it scary? You better believe it. But when you become vulnerable in his hands, he'll start speaking stuff like, you're chosen. <laughs> I adopted you. You're my child. I made you for myself. Listen, I'm just speaking scripture. You're, you're the apple of my eye. I created you in honor. When I look at you, I got a picture of you in every room of my house. So when I walk in the room, I see you. When I see you, I want to bless you. I'm speaking scripture. I elected you. Before the foundation of the world, I chose you. I saw you in the future, and I chose you. In spite of all that you was going to do, I still fell in love with you. Oh, oh. Do anybody in the house know that God's in love with you? He can't help himself. His heart is towards you. His power is towards you. His good will is towards you because he's God all by himself. You know what? The love of God will change your attitude about you. When God loves you, it doesn't matter who don't love you because the King of King and the Lord of Lords loves you. You need a change of thinking, a change of attitude. And when you come to the place to see how God sees you, it changes the way you see yourself. I'm chosen. I'm loved. Somebody need to say this with me. I'm his beloved. I'm his child. He can't love me any more than he does. There's nothing I can do to change it. He don't change towards me. You can't mess it up. What he started, he will complete. I can trust him. It's yet to be seen who I really am. I'm his masterpiece. He's working on me. I'm just quoting scripture. I'm telling you what he says in his word about you. I got a question. Do your thinking match what I'm saying? Does the voice in your head Match what God says about you. If it doesn't, then Satan's running game on us. 
houses. He, he, he demeans. He, he condemns. He, I'm talking from experience. God is lifting. God is dusting off. God is molding and shaping and saying, I got something for you. I got purpose in you. I made you for myself. I adore you. I love you. Let me let go of the old and catch hold of the new. <laughs> Every day. It's a battle every day. It's a fight every day. It's a stand every day. But today, he says, we're more than victorious. Today, he says, we're more than conquered. And if he said it, we gotta believe it. Where are you today? Where are you today? Where are you today? Where are you today? It's the same question he asked Adam. Where are you? Why aren't you in the place I made you to be? Well, why aren't you where I want you to be? Don't you know I was up to something? I was working on something? Get in alignment. Get in alignment with what I have for you. Somebody here today, you know you're out of alignment. You don't know what God has for you.